0: Hey guys, this is uh, Devon here. Welcome back to another episode of Is This a Football Podcast? Um, so, uh, this is interesting. There's a lot of things that happened. But uh, um, first, I'm going to touch on the uh, national championship game, which technically wasn't really a game. So... Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And we got a little other stuff that we will touch on uh, in in due time. So, um, the national championship game was between TCU and Georgia, um, and it was... Not a game. It was pretty one-sided. Um, Georgia came out, scored. Well, Georgia came out, got a stop, scored. And then they stopped TCU again. Well, actually, they turned the ball over and they kicked the field goal. And then TCU came back out and scored. So it was 7-10. to And we thought, hey, we're going to get a game. Georgia went back down the field and made it 17-7, and then from there on out, they went on to score, I believe, what, 50-something points unanswered? The game was 65-7. to It was the most lopsided national championship game. Um, Max Duggard and Quentin Johnson on the offensive side, who will... I think Quinn Johnson definitely will be in the NFL. I think Max Duggar has a, a year, another year left eligibility, if I'm not mistaken. Excuse me, guys. Excuse me. Um, But, yes, uh, it was not close. Stetson Bennett, six touchdowns, two on the ground, four through the air. Uh, McCokey was balling. Um, Brock Bowers, who I told you guys about, was fantastic. Who, unfortunately, has to come back for another year because he's football ready. uh, NFL ready, in my opinion. Um, And that defense, who got torched and who got moved around by Ohio State, seemed to settle down and just collapse on TCU's offense to where they could not move as much as Ohio State did so, it wasn't close. I give TCU props for making it there. They did, big Michigan, whatever. Not, I'm not gonna sit here and say that this necessarily was a fluke. Obviously, you ran against a buttsaw. Who knows if this would have happened to Michigan? Who knows what would have happened? We all know that Ohio State played them close to a one point game and it came down to a missed field goal. So maybe that was the de facto national championship game. So, shout out to um Stetson Bennett shout out to Kirby Smart and, and and the Georgia Bulldogs back-to-back national championships um so they are running college football as we speak at this moment and honestly it is much it's not much analyzed to go into it this game just wasn't close whatsoever so I'll be going into the Ant-Man trailer in the next segment all right guys Okay, guys, something that I wanted to talk about uh, and very excited to see was the Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania trailer. Uh, That trailer was awesome. Now, I think it was a slight different from what they showed on TV to what we got on YouTube, but either way, I thought both of them was amazing. Uh, Someone else can let me know if it wasn't the same for the most part. Um, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. King the Conqueror, Jonathan Majors. He seems like a, going to be a fantastic villain in this movie. Paul Rudd comes back. Seems like he's going to take this situation a little bit more seriously than the last two that he was in. Even though the second, the, the second and last one, he kind of, at the end, he kind of got himself caught in the quantum realm after Thanos the snap which they they did not know anything about at that particular moment um so uh it seems like this it 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 hints that he will die it hints that he probably will not make it but maybe that might be the wasp because i saw the helmet it didn't look like his it looked like possibly the wasp helmet so maybe maybe she maybe hope doesn't make it you know I have my theories about her parents not making it out of there. I mean, this is this is Janet's second time being back in there. And, you know, she did not look comfortable whatsoever being back there whatsoever. So that could be it. Obviously, we I, I think we all agree that his daughter will survive that because she is going to be a part of the Young Avengers whenever that movie does happen to come out. Um... And whenever that happens to be greenlit for the most part and taking off on. Um, so, yeah, man, the trailer was awesome. I, I, I'm still enjoying it. I'm still looking at it. I'm waiting for the breakdown. Um, Shouts out to new rock stars. If you guys are into Marvel movies or any movies, nevertheless, new rock stars are very good at breaking these things down. Maybe Showing things that are hidden that we can't see, but they can. Um, So uh, check them out on YouTube. They they have done many, many movie breakdowns of trailers and movie breakdowns in general. Once the movie comes out and it's been out for a couple of weeks, so they can kind of show you or they'll, they'll literally tell you in the video. Go watch the movie first and then come back to the video. The video will always be there. Um, so they're they're pretty good about that um and they have a fan of me I thoroughly enjoy it um but yeah the, the, the trailer seems fantastic it's it looks great um the the the, the graphics look the, I mean the graphics the, G, the CGI looks awesome um so yeah I can't wait I am curious to see how Cassie Lane that uh the new Cassie Lane they I think they changed it twice um I, I can't wait to see how she kind of is betrayed in this. It seems like she's going to be getting herself in trouble, coming out of jail, similar to what her dad used to do just to get in trouble. And be, it was a criminal, more or less and whatnot. Um, so we, we, we shall see how that goes. Modoc was spotted in the trailer twice, obviously the first time most people saw him officially was towards the end when they saw him with the mask on but if you go back in the trailer you definitely will see him walking well him gliding but everyone walking you see ant-man you see kane you see his daughter with two uh looks like of Kang's soldiers there along with modok you'll see him with the big head and it is the same guy that played yellow jacket in the first ant-man they already has stated that he will make a return and it seems like when he got himself shrunk into like a little particle he either King saved him or maybe he transformed into what he is and then came maybe maybe made the suit uh for him and so he can live and whatnot so um we will see not again all these characters besides Ant-Man and his people and his family are trapped or at least in the cross realm. So they, I'm assuming they never have been out. So maybe in this movie, we will get them actually coming out of the cross Realm into the real world, which would then spell trouble. Obviously Kane can rewrite and destroy timelines. MODOK. I'm not as familiar with MODOK as most people, but he seems like a bad guy. Uh, so <laughs> um, he could come out and be in the real world as well. So it's a lot. Um, this movie is the first one to start a phase five. I get it. A lot of people did not like phase five, phase four with, the, some, with some of the movies and most of the TV shows. Um, I thoroughly enjoy it for what it is. I'm not going to sit here and expect everything to be perfect. Just like I don't expect everything to be awful from DC, I don't expect everything to be perfect from Marvel. So um, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. I look forward to phase five starting off with a bang because I think Ant-Man and the Wasp will be a bang. I think we all looked at it like it might not, it probably shouldn't lead off for phase, but it is. Uh, Black Panther ended phase four and then Ant-Man and the Wasp is starting phase five and, and also in this um phase five we will be getting guardians of the galaxy volume three which has been stated that this will be the last of that particular uh for that um trilogy and and some of those actors this is it for them and um i think guardians has become a lot of people's favorite no one ever thought that they will be friend of rock uh a raccoon in a tree and somehow a raccoon in a tree touched everyone uh, everyone's hearts and, 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 um, and everyone's going to miss these characters a lot. So we shall see. I'm very much looking forward to this movie. Uh, for me personally, I tend to go and watch these movies when they first come out. So, uh, I believe they said what, February 17th. So trust and believe me, I will make sure I'll have that day off and I'll watch that movie firsthand because I don't like to get spoiled. Uh, I don't think anyone does, but it's definitely me. I do not like to have my movie spoiled for me, especially since I do have a Twitter. So and they will hesitate. I give them credit when In Game and I think Game and Infinity War came out. These guys was pretty good at keeping it silent. Like people were being very respectful with that. And, and whatnot, but these other movies, until one of those big movies come out, I think these other movies, people could really care less. They're going to leak it like a mug. <laughs> All right, guys, I'll catch you in the next segment. All right, guys, for this last segment, it's going to be a little bit of a surprise, but this was... um. I guess breaking news, more or less. To me, I think uh, the people who follow this has had more insight on it, and it's about the WWE. They have been sold, reportedly sold to Saudi Arabia. If um, I believe that's the one. <laughs> um, uh, I grew up watching wrestling all the way back when I was a kid. I grew up what with. The Undertaker, obviously, The Rock, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Shawn Michaels, Triple H at that time was still wrestling. And this is even before he, uh, married Stephanie, uh, McMahon, that is, um, obviously I was there when the takeover happened and this, uh, WCW came, um, came around. Um, so Booker T, uh, just, just a whole list of characters um, just bombarded, and I was watching both at the time. I was watching WWF at that time and, and, and WCW, uh, and I did not see that coming. I did not see The Takeover coming. Eric Bischoff, I'm, I'm assuming he didn't see that coming. The um, Dudley Boys, all, all these people coming to WWE, and... The WWE could not be touched. The WWE was uh, standing alone. And I want to say they did that for pretty much about three decades. They were the perennial wrestling uh, company that people would go to. And it seems as if they lost their way as far as what they're doing. And this is just me my opinion I don't know I have not watched wrestling in so long so don't take my word for it I haven't watched it I want to say I have not watched it since what that was maybe since uh oh boy I have no idea when I stopped watching it but I want to say it was around around the time when the undertaker probably started only wrestling in big main events and maybe popping up once out of every three regular events as far as like like smackdown or raw type of thing i kind of lost touch with it um and now i'm really just out of touch with it i have not watched wrestling in so long but i have been getting updates only because I have friends who have been keeping track of the wrestling world. So I have friends at my job now that still, you know, watches and talks about it. And and was one of the reasons why I know that the company was sold, apparently. Um, And I have another friend who she watches it religiously. Um, And I'm pretty sure if she does not know about it, I wouldn't be surprised if she does she she does it now, like she probably should know by now. Um, and she was also highly upset that Sasha Banks has taken off and went to, I believe, a Japanese company. Um, and I was sad, too, because I thought she was arguably one of the best female wrestlers. And that's the thing. It's weird because. I like to say wrestling has, WWE has taken a step back since I stopped watching it, but it's weird. It's like almost like their female wrestling, um, like their roster on that category has went up because when I was watching it, their female wrestling was okay. It was, it was solid. They had some wrestlers, but it mostly was almost like these, these girls could have been models for the most part that were there. Now, L- Lita, who was a part of the uh, Hardy Boys, she she was an excellent roster. Obviously, you had China uh, that was there, but you had girls like Stacy Keebler, who dated George Clooney for a little bit. Like these these people could have been models. Um, so it uh, but if you fast forward to now, or at least a few a year or two back, th- they had a roster where they every wrestler that was female that they could wrestle like they could they could drop you on your head and it it was, I, I always thought that was like whoa like i never thought that would happen and sasha banks was one of the people who led that um that 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 i believe that led that comeback for the female wrestler in wwe and i think it's it it will hurt the wwe for losing her um uh, Without question. So, uh, just wanted to give you my opinion on it. Um, While I still think Vince McMahon is a legend, regardless, because of what he has done. um, Him coming back and then selling it and then being part of the creative team, the head of creator. I don't know, man. It seems like he kind of lost touch with everything. I don't know. Or maybe he just doesn't need to be both. Maybe he doesn't need to be owner and creator maybe that's why he sold it he just wants to be creator now so he can i guess kind of get his mojo back but stephanie mcmahon has stepped down as ceo so she won't be a part of it and i'm assuming there's only matter of time before her husband triple h steps down i'm assuming unless he plans on staying sticking sticking through it um so w- we shall see where that transpires if anything comes up i will let you guys know I appreciate you guys listening to this episode. Uh, Is this a football podcast? I bid you adieu. I hope all is well. Um, God bless all of you.